boy, Dory. Oh, girl, Paolo. I feel like I'm Sunday night and I'm about to watch the spin-off of 21 Jump Street starring the new Johnny Depp, Richard Grieco. Because it's hot in the city, Dory. <laughs> hot in the city. There will be no snow in Africa this Christmas. That's a heat wave. Yes. That is what they call a heat wave. It's hot out there. Not a good day for my aircon in the studio to start breaking. No. Definitely going to be testing out my brat. Right. My, my brat. I wish I had worn my headband, <sighs> my sweatband. It'll be full of sweat. It would be. I'd be wringing it out in the bathroom and Man. then putting it back on. Thank God I put my brat on this morning. Mm-hmm. Imagine the smell in you. Imagine. If you feel like sweating, though, sweating to the oldies. Yo. Um, he talks about sweating, sweating lovely bevies of blonde beauties. Uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast app, either scroll up or scroll down. Look for our interview with Dr. Phil Joffe of Body Beat. Yes. People have been t- having such great feedback about it. I don't know about you. Definitely, we hit our target market. <laughs> I've got to tell you, like, who have we interviewed? A lot of people. Thomas Anders of Modern Talking. Yes. Gary Kemp of Spandau Ballet. Katrina of Katrina and the Waves. Tapao of Tapao. Tapao You know? And many, 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 yes. many, 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 many. Hashtag Police Academy. <laughs> and um, yeah, people are like, yeah, that's cool. Awesome. People love Thomas Anders, the video. They loved it. Beautiful man. <laughs> um, but Body Beat, I got to tell you. People are loving Dr. Phil Joffe, possibly the funniest 80-year-old in the world. The best 80-year-old in the world the best. that I know of currently. But definitely. He talks about all sorts of things, uh, sweating, blonde babes, scones. The, <laughs> A lot of scones. A lot of scone, more scone talk than I expected. You know, for many years, my, my universe existed without scones. And then the last few weeks, they've, they've made a comeback, not just from Dr. Phil Joffe. They've just come back into my universe. It's very weird. He put them back. Yeah, he did. He put them back into our shared universe, Dr. Phil Joffe. Scroll up, scroll down, find it, listen. Yes. After you listen to this, of course, this is That 80 Show. Welcome. Dory is here with me. We've established it's warm, hot in the city. Last week, uh, Dory, you interluded in the episode talking about the sexiest bald men. Right. Right? Yes. Just having a conversation. I didn't care for the list. No, of course not. No. Because there's a lot of people in there that you don't think of. They're not notoriously bald. No. Notoriously bald. Uh, no, because... Thanks, that's my band name now. Notoriously bald. It's mine. <laughs> right, said Fred. That's their band name. Yes. Right. So, I mean, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. No. Not bald. Big guy. All right? Don't think of him as a notorious baldy. No. no. I think of him as notoriously... No one is... Better at being Dwayne Johnson than Dwayne Johnson, mm. right? Samuel L. Jackson. Not a bald guy. No. I don't see him and think bald. I see him and think hat, Kangol hat, and motherfucker. <laughs> That's what I think of. I think of the hair in that he had in Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. He had very cool hair. Highest grossing actor of all time. Really? Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Huh. He's been in Star Wars. He's been in all the Marvel movies. Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Go look at it. Highest grossing actor of all time. Snakes on the plane. Yep. Don't need no Still motherf- never seen it. No. no. Dory, yes. spoiler alert. There are motherfucking snakes. snakes on a motherfucking plane. Yeah. 
gets rid of them. I heard. That's uh, Samuel Jackson. Who else was in there that you don't think of? Terry Crews, Muscles. Yeah. He is bald. Don't think of him as bald. No, think of him as the funniest guy in White Chicks. Oh, man. Which yeah. I'm rewatching, by the way. Hail a trail. <laughs> a movie that wouldn't get made today. Never. What? <laughs> <laughs> Even though the joke is on so many people. This, uh, that's equal offensive. That's equal opportunity oh, offense, goodness. which I love. Yeah. Right? So many people get offended in that. Wouldn't get made today. Mm-mm. So I kind of did some work off the back of that sexiest baldies and went, there wasn't an 80s link. So what I've done for you, Dari, this week. What a treat. <laughs> okay. A treat for you. I couldn't give you chocolates in the studio. It's okay. Because they they've all melted. Yes. They melted. Yeah. Toffees didn't melt. And the fucking orange ones didn't melt. Oh, gross. They don't melt. Yeah. They shouldn't exist. They they're like from the metaverse multiverse they're just from not earth mm. so I did some work for you and I put together famous 80s baldies I mean I can think of one right now off the top of my head maybe they're in my list I'm sure if I, not there's a problem I did a list of 10 okay zero's bald I have to have 10 <laughs> okay. I thought of 8 because 8 is bald plus body positive okay but I went to 10 right because I had a crowbar a few people in there that I wanted to put in. Hello, birds outside. That's <laughs> what happens. That's what happens when you have to have the window open. It's hot <laughs> in the city. What other 80 songs have heat or hot in the title? Uh, the Heat Is On. The Heat Is On. Glenn yeah, Fry. That was a good one. Um, let's see. I was trying to think. I thought Gloria Estefan did it. The Heat Is Going to Get You, but it's the rhythm. <laughs> yeah. But the heat is definitely getting The heat me. is definitely... With, with Dilly. With Dilly Dory Dilly Dears. Back. You thought it was just OMD that got us Dilly. Okay, I'm going to talk to you about famous 80s baldies now. I have to give a disclaimer. Are they all men? Because I'm guessing not. I have to give you a disclaimer. Yes. Being bald in the 80s wasn't as embraced as being bald was. Probably from the 90s onwards. 80s was hair. Even yes. if you were losing your hair, you had a mullet. Yeah. Barry, what? Maurice Gibbs. Mm. Right, so... Hair was a big thing. Shaving your head wasn't on. So a couple of them have subsequently gone bald, very bald, but they were losing their hair in the 80s. Okay. So can you give me those? That's a disclaimer. Okay, I'll give them to you. Okay. How many women? Because I can think of one. Number 10. Okay. (laughs) And I'll show you a picture of number 10 to back it up. Put your glasses on there, Dory. Bruce Willis. Has to ah. be. Now, he wasn't bald in the 80s. No. Very receding. Yeah. He had the little w- widow's nest. Definitely a little bit thin in the back. I bet you they spray painted it. <laughs> okay. Bruce Willis, number 10. He's subsequently gone on to be very bald. Yes. Shame. So sad what's happening with him right now. Do yeah. you read the stories? Yeah. His daughter was saying, like, just mm. lost. Terrible. Terrible. Don't like hearing that, Bruce Willis. Okay, so Bruce Willis, number 10, in our list of notorious baldies. By the same token, number nine, Al Bundy. <laughs> Balding. Okay. Balding. Yes. Okay. Good male pattern baldness going on there, Al Bundy. This one I'm going to cheat my rules. Yep. My list, my rules, Mr. T. Predominantly no, fair bald. Enough. Okay. Pre- predominantly bald. Absolutely. Who knows? That wasn't his male pattern. Maybe yes. he just balded everywhere else but the middle. Right. Right? Yes. Okay. Makes sense. Mr. T, number seven. We're putting together a list. These are our favorite baldies from the 80s. 
this one number number six homer simpson no no not a real person mr t's not a real person oh mr t is a real person ba <laughs> barack is not a real person so i can't have homer simpson then it's nine okay then you have to replace well, let, let's see who you miss out, and then I'll replace. Maybe. Otherwise, okay. I don't mind odd numbers. Okay, I have fine. no problem with odd numbers. Sean Connery's next. Okay. Again. Not really 80s. No. Well, he has a picture of him in 1980. Very bald. Very bald. I found a picture of him in 1980. Fair enough. Okay. That Not works. so much an 80s icon, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he did some stuff in the 80s. No, he did he's lots. he's definitely more known for... 60s and 70s. Yeah. He was in that... Was it... What in the eighties where he had that uh, jumpsuit on? He had that red jumpsuit. He was in a sci-fi space movie. Okay. He was in Highlander in the eighties. True. Yes. Don't at me. He was. He was on in Highlander. He was in in in, in Untouchables in the eighties. Okay. Indiana Jones. Okay. Hmm. Fine. He was an elder statesman. Either way, bald as a coot. Never seen a coot, are they bald? <laughs> I don't oh. know what a coot is. It's a bird, I think. Oh, is it? I think a coot's a bird. Patrick Stewart. Ah. Okay, here is Patrick Stewart in Star Trek, The Next Generation. Remember? Here's Captain Vincent Picard. Yes. Showing you. That wasn't 80s, though. It was 80s, 1989. Really? 1989. No, it was actually 1987. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was 90s. 1987. Huh. Did my research. See, I stopped watching Star Trek once the whole Mr. Spock and um, other guy. Denny Crane. Oh, yes. Can't think so of So he name. was the original captain. Yes, the original, yeah, right, the original captain. Original guy. Okay, so that is um, Patrick Stewart. Very 70s, but his TV show, made-for-TV movies, were constantly on reruns in the 80s. So I'll take him, Telly Savalas. Oh, yes. Who loves you, baby? Who yep. loves you, baby? If you don't remember Telly Savalas, Kojak. Kojak with his lollipop. Detective lollipop, bald head. Definitely. Fan- I accept. Oh, Greek skin, Greek macho shit, man. I think we're all birthed from his loins. <laughs> hey, don't you think he's macho? <laughs> Telly Savalas, Kojak? Okay, no. Okay. But it's fine. Okay. I'm on my own, yeah? Yes. Because... This hairstyle was adopted in 1987. Sinead O'Connor. Right. There we go. There we go. Notoriously shaved her head in 1987 when she was 20 years old in protest because she said she didn't want her female image commercialized for record sales. And yet she started a trend. She did that in 1987. 20. That's a balls on her, hey? That's big old, big old balls. Can I say that? I don't know. R.I.P. R.I.P. Sinead O'Connor. This was a tough one, but once you see my number one, you're going to understand why famous balds of the 80s. Now, you can at me, but this is from 1989, even though his hairstyle was more in the 90s. Michael Jordan appeared bald for the first time in 1989. Okay. That's his card. That's a rookie card that says 1989-1990 season. So, he appears bald for the first time in 1989 continues had hair for a lot of the 80s i'll put him in number one my favorite baldy of the 80s grace jones oh 
You haven't even got the, the one I thought you were going to have. Well, you can replace it. Okay. I'm, I am going to replace. We're going to kick out Homer Simpson. Dory wants to replace. I'll tell you why, Grace Jones, and then we can decide who is worthier. Who is your bald replacement for Homer Simpson? Are you kidding? How could you have forgotten Phil Collins? He wasn't bald in the 80s, losing his hair. I understand Bruce Willis and Al Bundy. I feel these are better. <laughs> Come on. I feel these are better. The, the cover of one of those famous is his bald head. Yeah, but he was self-inflicted bald because he used the studio line, the hair gel. <laughs> and it's it is there for that. <laughs> you, you, you used too much the studio line. It's going to fall out. Studios. It's a studio, studio, studio line. It's the same, isn't it? Oh, there's a product placement. <laughs> no. Okay. I'll tell you why Grace Jones. <laughs> why Grace Jones? Okay, Grace Jones had a multitude of hairstyles in the 80s, yes, right? Yes, yes. Flat tops, a whole bunch of things, but she was definitely bald in one stage. In her autobiography called I'll Never Write My Memoirs, <laughs> I love she admits that shaving her hair not only helped her get ahead in the music world, it helped her get satisfaction elsewhere. In her own words, in her book, I'll Never Write My Memoirs, shaving my head led directly to my first orgasm. Beat that. <laughs> How did I know it was, there was going to be something sexy about it? Grace Jones. Grace Jones. She humped Dolph Lundgren into English. <laughs> she found the Swedish lunkhead. You're a genius. I get it. You're Swedish. She humped him English. She, Grace Jones. She parked the park. I mean, imagine her. She goes, you, Dolph Lundgren, he-man, you are not enough for me. Bring me my clippers. Zzzz. Right? This is what was happening on Park Island. Park Island. Guaranteed we were there. Don't add us. <laughs> so just to go again, my famous 80s baldies. I'll tell you what, I'll put Phil Collins in. Bruce Willis receding, but you know he would have. Ten yeah. years later, he's bald. Uh, Al Bundy, Mr. T. You gotta have Mr. T. Mm. Uh, See, I'm, I'm allowing a lot of stuff here, and you're saying Phil Collins is a no. Hmm. It's a studio line from L'Oreal. <laughs> Phil Collins will late entry. Sean Connery, Patrick Stewart, Telly Savalas, aka Kojak. They cannot be separated. Yes. Same person. Sinead O'Connor, Michael Jordan, and Grace Jones with an orgasm shaved head. Shavied. 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 So that is my 80s baldies. That is content. That is working on stuff, Dory. I love it. That is impressive. Thank that you very much. Impressive. Thank you very much. You'll find that list, that 80s show essay on Facebook, everything we talk about on the show today. You'll find there. Now. Are you going to create like a graphic of the list? I will. Will you, eh? I will. Okay. I will. Right. I will create such a graphic. Uh-huh. I will ch ch chat GPT it. <laughs> <laughs> Chat PTP it. So, somebody that I debated putting on the list, because he was very bald in the 80s, but he hid it. He didn't embrace his bald. Alton John. Ah. He used to wear the hats. Yes. There's an image. Think about Alton John in the 80s. He wasn't shy about it, but he always had the little long things. Yes. You know, he. And wigs? No, not wigs. He's got. He's definitely got plugs or implants or a hairpiece now, mm. and did get one. In the key to the video, he had the little hat. Yes. Constant hats. I'm still standing. Had yes. that wide brimmed sun hat. So yes. big into the hats, right. hiding it. Shame. 
Dory, did you know that in the 80s, Alton John owned a soccer team? Yes. There we go. I'll talk about it now. If you didn't know, did you know that in the 80s, Alton John owned a soccer team? What do you know about it, Dory? I just remember it from my childhood because my dad was both a fan of Elton John and soccer. And I remember this fact from my childhood. Great cross I don't know any details. I just remember that that was a thing. Okay, so I'll tell you about this. So, yes. in the, the, the football club in uh, question is a team called Watford. Okay. Okay. They're in London-ish. They're close to Heathrow. Okay. Okay, so the outskirts of London. Never been a particularly glamorous, famous club. Okay. For like nothing. Nothing really. They were just like kind of nothing. But Elton John came from the area. Okay. He okay. was he was a fan of the club. So, well, not a fan. He was from the area. And he kind of like, when he made good, uh, made his money, he's like, I'm going to buy this club. Because I can. I'm, because I'm friggin' Alton John. Yes. Okay, I'm going to buy it and I'm going to run it. W- well, not run. Yeah, I'm going to run it. I'm going to run it. Well, I'm the rocket man. You don't man. imagine as Alton John as someone who's really into football. You wouldn't think it, but no. he was a fan. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Now, at this stage... The club, or its home ground is Vicarage Road. Um, it was basically called a corrugated graveyard that was falling to bits, uncovered stands and primeval dressing rooms. But today it stands transformed. Thanks to subsequently there have been very rich owners that have bought it. So one of the really genius things Alton John does is he appoints this up-and-coming manager called Graham Taylor. Okay, Graham Taylor then goes on to manage England, uh, becomes quite an iconic English manager, but Alton John, he'll forever be linked to Watford um, because of what he did there under Alton John. Now, if I had equate, like Watford is, even in 1980s England, English football, they were in the second division. They won promotion and came up. In their first year, they were challenging to win the title, to win the whole damn thing. You had Liverpool in there. You had Arsenal in there. They were challenging to Mm -hmm. win. And those are big deals. They were challenging to win the whole thing under the tutelage of Alton John and Graham Taylor. They did not win the league that season, but they finished third. Now, they were a nothing club, like really nothing. They were just powered by... This is after Alton took over. This is after Alton, under his watch. What did he do? He was just Alton John. Yes, Basically, was he singing to them to inspire them. I'd like to imagine. Listen, if you now football's very glamorous now. Mm. Back in the eighties, it wasn't. Okay, English fans were hooligans. They were thugs. They were banned from Europe. They weren't allowed going anywhere. They were just foot. It wasn't this glamour that we see around football now. Soccer players were ugly. Would you see ugly soccer players now? You don't see them. Okay, I'll show you some of these players. Ugly. But, but when did Beckham start? That was late 80s, wasn't it? 90s. Was it only 90s? Beckham was in the 90s. But that's when soccer became, Okay. you know, this, what we see now. Yes. 80s, it was like, if I have to tell you, rubbish. Like, nobody liked soccer. It was terrible. They didn't show it on TV. No one, only like local businesses sponsored the teams. It was just no glamour. Hmm. So for Elton John to be involved, and he was Elton John. Yeah. At all was like, wow, that is, that's quite a story. Yes. Okay. I get it. But the thing with um, what he did when he came in is he's (laughs) he just treated his footballers like everybody, even reserve team players, no matter who, he treated them like pop stars. He'd often have parties at his his house, invite all these soccer players, their wives, their families, their mothers 
come to Elton John's house. Have cocaine. No, all the staff from the club, the tea ladies, the kid, we're at my house, probably have cocaine. Yes. Probably I'm, have I'm cocaine. I'm beginning to understand why the team suddenly started doing better. Yes. No drug tests. <laughs> <laughs> People loved the time under them. They did not win um, the, the title, which would have been, if that had happened, it would have been the craziest story um, of all time, right? He was a boyhood Wat- Watford fan, like I said. He would always wear their away kit, and he became very associated with their away kit when he was a kid. And um, they did not win the title. He then had to sell the club up, okay? We have this like high in the 80s. The 90s kind of like falls off. He sold the club at this point, okay? Sells it in 1990. So he could focus on his personal life. That's when he detaches from the club. Right. What was happening in his personal life in 1990? Was it? What is he up to? Was was he perhaps with his partner? Could have. So da- David. Yeah. At that stage. So maybe it was like, yeah, look, I've done this. I need to step back. Mm. Um, maybe he was touring extra long. Maybe like he wasn't around. Yeah, maybe it was. Uh, a few years later, he buys back the club because the club just like goes to disrepair again. No, I can't do this. Buys it back. Brings back Graham Taylor, the manager. You don't go back. You don't go back. Oh, did it not work part two? No, it didn't work so well. Um, the club is still around, still making money, still a successful club in and out of the Premier League. So every does now and again, own it? he is not um, involved in the club anymore. He is honorary chairman of the club. Okay. Um, he has a stand named after him, the Sir Alton John stand. Okay. Murals of him, great murals all around the stadium. Which is so one of the murals is you know that iconic when he's wearing the I think it's the Yankees baseball outfit. Yes. Um, that kind of iconic scene. But that except he's wearing a Watford kit. Um, which is really fun. And yeah, so he is a honorary chairman, um, lifelong president, that's a title, lifelong president, and still fondly remembered by Watford for what could have been Alton John and the football club. In the 80s. That's what we talk about here on that 80s show. <laughs> I, uh, I think you snuck some football into our show. You are merging your shows. I'm merging my shows. Of course, if you don't know, plug, you know, yeah. this is an award-winning music podcast. I also happen to co-host an award-winning soccer podcast, Working Title FC. Listen to it. Yes, I agree. It's fun. I'll, 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 I'll we, join the plug. We're working on a great series, mm-hmm. a great spin-off called Goat Farm. Okay. Goat farm. Goat farm. Because in sport, you've got goats, greatest of all time. Right. So in goat farm, we're going to submit. It's basically like a hall of fame. We submit anything. Okay. Andre Agassi's going in mine. Of course. Also, I couldn't put him in my list. He is bald. <laughs> he did. Andre Agassi. Yes. He was wearing a hairpiece in the 80s. And yes, he had as hair. We discovered. Yeah. Yes. He had hair stitched to his hat. You. Don't do that. Why I'm, couldn't you put him in the list? Because it's not a. <sighs> I mean, you could have. He was on a draft of the list. Do you think it would be fair to put him in the list? Because he was very known for his hair, but his hair was fake. I don't, I mean, we only know, we only found out afterwards it was fake. So mm. I don't think it counts. Couldn't be, he was bald then though. Yeah. So, closet bald. So this week, we don't have specific movie recommendations. No. Dory and I. Dory, this is a throw forward. I've got a great movie for you next week. Me too. You're going to love the actor, the main actor of my movie, because okay. you're going to know it. Not like my movie last week, Hal Comes to Frogtown. <laughs> Which I still haven't watched. Not a porno. 
Go back and listen to that. <laughs> if, if I may just recap. Maybe by next week I'll have watched it and then I can give you my take on it. Please do that because I'll recap. Yes. There is a global cat- c- catastrophe. All the men are wiped out. An apocalypse of sorts. Apocalyptic event. Most men are wiped out. The ones left are sterile, can't impregnate the woman, except for one guy. They find him, and now he must go fight frogs, impregnate women. Not a point. It really, it really does sound like some teenage kid's fantasy. Fan, fan fiction. <laughs> like, honestly. It really does. Real movie. Did Roddy write it? Roddy, Roddy. Write pop- the part for no. himself? He was just like, I want, to, I, I want that. I, I want to be the forebearer to John Cena. Right. Andre the Giants making movies about princesses. I want to be that guy. So we don't have a movie recommendation this week, but Dari, I've got a quiz for you. Ooh. A movie quote quiz. Oh, dear. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm, now I'm nervous. We're, some of them I'll give you a clue. Some I'll give you a true or false. Play along wherever you're listening to this podcast in your yeah. ears. You can pause, think about it, then answer, see if you're right. It's a 20 best quotes from 1980s movies according to the website ScreenRant. Cool. Okay. So I'm going to go through. Some you'll know. Some you'll know the movie. Some you'll kick yourself. Oh, I was telling you about my movie for next week. Yes. You'll know the main actor. Yes. You've seen the movie. We've both watched the movie. Okay. I loved the movie when I was a kid. You will not believe we haven't covered this movie. It's not a well-known movie. Okay. But it's got all the tenets of a well-known movie next Ooh, week. I'm so intrigued. That 80 Show essay. Subscribe now to get it. Right. Your first quote mm-hmm. in that big fat 80s movie quote quiz. I'm going to tell you the movie. No, I'm not going to tell you the movie. You need to tell me the movie. Right. She gave me a pen. I gave her my heart and she gave me a pen. Oh, my God. I so know this. She gave me a pen. I gave her my heart and she gave me a pen. If I tell you the name of the character that said it, Lloyd Dobler. Say anything. There we go. Well done. <laughs> Ting, one point to Dory. Yes. I do have a sound effect. Ah. Oh, I don't have a ting. No, I don't have a ting. <laughs> Sorry. You're tingless. I'm ting. I left my ting at home. God, I don't need my brat at home. It's getting hot. <laughs> Dude. It's getting warmer. <laughs> Next one. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. <gasps> I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Uh, just, damn it. Name I can see her. Name Jessica the, Rabbit. Jessica uh, Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit from, from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's it. Two. Huh. Out of 20. Doing better than I thought. Oh, this one. A few months ago, I did an 80s quiz at my daughter's school. I did not win. This was a crucial question, and I deserve to not have won. Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. You deserve not to get that point because you'll never watch the great movie that is The Princess Bride. Three out of 20. This is Dory. Dory is flying through. Maybe it's an easy start. Very easy start. Johnny Castle. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Oh, come on. (laughs) Really? Dirty dancing. Not my quiz. Dirty dancing. Four out of 20. You know this movie. Maybe you don't know the quote. Be afraid. Be very afraid. You know the movie. Uh, I, I think I know the quote as well, but I'm trying to think. Be afraid. Be very afraid. It's so familiar. Jeff Goldblum said to him. Said to him. Said. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it Jurassic Park? It's The Fly. It's it The Fly? It's The Fly. Oh, one of my favorite movies. How did I not get yes, that one? Yes, first one wrong. Hmm. 
Mm, and it's like one of my favorites. Oh, I let myself down there. This one you should know. Better quote, just can I interrupt you? Better oh. quote from The Fly, but it's a, you have to be watching the movie when he starts turning into The Fly and he goes for coffee with Gina Davis and he's putting piles of sugar in his coffee. And she says something like, do you take coffee with your sugar? That would have been a better one. There you would have known that. I would have known. Because it's more linked to the fly. Exactly. Be afraid, be very afraid is like I mean, that, that, that could have been poltergeist. Beta juice. <laughs> 16. Can't, fuck. <laughs> I just gave it away. That's why they call them crushers. If they were easy, they'd call them something else. It's said by a character called Jim Baker. That's why they call them crushers. If they were easy, they'd, be, they'd call them something else. Talking to his teenage daughter. This is the father. Kidneys. Well, you did just say 16 candles, so I'm going to guess that it's that, but I don't remember the quote. It's 16 candles. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you that one because I'm going to get too hard to remember. You've only got one wrong so far. Okay. <laughs> I'll remember that I've got two wrong. Say hello to my little friend. Say hello to my little friend. You can say the very derogatory accent. Oh, but uh, did I, I try Don't to tell me you can't remember the movie. Every bro's movie. Every bro. I know. I'm not a bro. Every bro I'm is not going, a bro. Not a Wait. <laughs> Every bro is going, bro, we got the posters. Tony Montana. <sighs> the movie. Uh, his face, something with his face. Uh, no way, Dory. Oh, I'm so... Scarface. Oh, yes, of course. Scarface. Okay, two wrong. Yes. Two wrong so far. Here's Johnny. No, oh, no, can we skip this one? Here's Johnny. The Shining. Thank you very much. We're going through a quiz here. 20 movie quotes. Darius trying to guess all of them. She got two wrong so far. The sweat is literally dropping off. I'm so tense. <laughs> I'm serious and don't call me Shirley. Airplane. Fantastic. Going. Dory's flying through this. This movie's popping up a lot lately. Probably the time of year. Santa says to someone, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. You won't get it. It's weird. It's from a Christmas story. A Christmas story. It's showing up everywhere lately. Don't know. Don't I don't get even it. know if I've seen that. I feel the need for speed. The need for speed. Is oh. it Top Gun? Thank you. Well done, Dory. Fantastic. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. Okay, I'm going to get this wrong, but it's technically not wrong because it's said in Some Kind of Wonderful, but I know it's not from Some Kind of Wonderful. But she says it. Sorry, I'm going to ignore all of that, possibly even delete this. <laughs> Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. What's it's the character's name? Richard Vernon. Oh, my God, Breakfast Club. Oh, delete all that. <laughs> I've actually, I've never kind of made that connection now. That really? It's from Breakfast Club. And then she also says it in some kind of wonderful. Really? The one character. The John Hughes-averse. My goodness. I have literally, to, I'm today years old when I put that together. You can always learn new things on that 80s show. Maybe that's the first time you learned that. Useless piece of trivia. Mm -hmm. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around. In a, once, if you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's day off. Dory's killing this movie quotes. Wax on, wax off. <laughs> Karate kid. I mean, this is all over the place. <laughs> An old lady in a restaurant says, I'll have what she's having. 
That would be when Harry met Sally. Well done, Doris. Only you only got three wrong so far. I'm sweating. Eh? Yeah, it's tough. It's tense. <laughs> it's tense. This is probably one of the most quoted, misquoted. This, and I know there's a Terminator one, but I think this one is the most misquoted movie line in in history. Well, it can't be because that's Casablanca, which is not from the 80s. That's the other one I'm thinking of. Yes. That's the one. This one's cooler. No, I am your father. Ah, Star Wars. Did you know that? He doesn't say, Luke, I am your father. Yes, I do know that. He says, no, I am your father. Yes. Learned that today, kiddies. Hmm. This is a weird one. I don't even know the movie. I'm going to take it out. Because no hangers, ev- no wire hangers ever. Joan Crawford in Mommy Dearest. I, I did see that movie. But I wouldn't remember. Biopic of Joan Crawford. Yeah, no, no no idea, really. Yeah, tactic. Do you do you know a movie A Young Girl Going There Here? Young blonde haired little girl. Would that be Poltergeist? Well done. Uh huh. If you build it, he will come. Oh, Field of Dreams. Fantastic. And the final one. Dory is killing this quiz. Only got three wrong. Mm. I'm too old for the shit. Oh that my. could be a few things. Wait. No, two. notoriously, it's this one. <laughs> the trying. cranky old detective, last day in retirement, big case, his Le- mulleted. Lethal s- weapon? Well done. His mulleted sidekick gets him into yeah. shenanigans. Right. Lethal weapon. Well done, Dory. You did really well in that. Better than I expected. Yeah, I did really, really well in that. The John Hughes one, I. I'm surprised at myself with that. Mm. But because. I'll always think of some kind of wonderful because I've seen it many more times. It's my favorite. you got too much knowledge of the John Hughes stuff. Sometimes, you know, knowledge is a curse. Specifically showed. So that is Dory and I not having any movies uh, in our movie recommendation. Non-movie recommendation. You're no, going to no. like mine next week as well. It's very different. Okay. Something very different. Well, it's not this week. Unless you're listening in batches, in which case you can't go to the next week. Then yes. it is. Maybe it is. Who knows when you listen to this? Could be next week. Could be today, could be tomorrow. Um, while we're talking about buddy cop 80 movies, 80s movies, we've spoken about this for a while. Um, st- I don't see a release date, but we know it is coming. I am nervous about it though, because the new coming to America wasn't great. That's an understatement. The best scene in the new coming to America was an extended scene of a coming to America, original coming to America scene. Right, so in the new coming to America, they go back to the original coming to America, and they extend the club scene because now obviously now his son. Yes. And then they show how the son was conceived. Yes. So they go and recreate a scene, but then extend it into the apartment. Yes. That's the best scene from the new coming to America. Not great, but uh, Eddie Murphy is uh, set to return as Axel Foley. Axwell Foley in the next installment of the Beverly Hills Cop series. Series? No. Well, the film series. Film series. Okay. The film series. Will Barty Bartok... Balti Balki Bartokomus be in the movie? What is his name in it? Wow. Bronson Pincher. But the, the character? Oh, uh, oh. We even spoke about it a few weeks ago. It was I fantastic. Uh, was it Frank? Is it Frank? It's not, anyway, he he is returning in it. He is Judge Reinhold returning. 
Old original cars coming back. People are gonna be old. Very old. Very old. When's the last time we saw Brons- Bronson Pinchot? Like, how do we even know how he looks? He has popped up lately. He's Where? with cousin Larry Appleton. Yeah, the, he's he's popped up. He's he's dench, Dory. Because dench. I have seen Larry Appleton in not very recent, but some things. Yeah, but uh, cousin Larry Appleton is um, always looked old. Yes, now he looks old and grey. Yeah, so now he's always looked old. Um, this is Bronson Pinchot. Now, I don't know how recent this photo is, Dory. I'll show you quickly. But that is Bronson Pinchot more latterly. That does not look like Bronson Pinchot. No. 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 But anyway, he's still around. Still looking like that. Uh, looks like a hell of a nice guy. Really cool stuff when you do see him pop up. We should interview him. Maybe as PR for the movie. Who knows? So we will not say that he looks old. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll take that back. Um, but uh, Empire, the industry publication, recently released the first look at Mac Murphy's Axwell Foley. And uh, producer Jerry Bruckheimer talks about the form. He's involved. He likes blowing shit up. Yeah. Um, anytime Murphy walks on set, you never know what you're going to get. And it's always pretty brilliant. Every day he's there, throws you back to the 80s. The movie title, Beverly Hills Cop, Axel Foley is expected to bring back several actors from the original movies. Along with several new characters, Kevin Bacon joining the scene, huh? And Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Wow! Mm. Now you're talking. Talking about Gordon-Levitt and the Oscar-nominated actor Bruckheimer said that the two make for a strong comedic duo. He gets stuck with Axel, and they are hysterical together. Hysterical. Joseph is such a great straight man for Eddie. Um, Eddie Murphy. Battled for a long time to make this movie. They always wanted him to come back and make a new um, Beverly Hills Cop. He kind of resisted for a very long time. Very long. He resisted a lot of stuff. Resisted making good movies for a while. <laughs> um, and this is a man who thinks Eddie Murphy can do no long. Here is some on-set shot story. There's current Eddie Murphy, Axel Foley, wearing a Detroit Lions jacket. That's current Eddie Murphy. That's current Eddie. Eddie Murphy doesn't age. He literally no. must drink the blood of children. No, Eddie Murphy has not aged. Um, he w- recently said that he regrets Raw and Delirious hmm. doing the jokes. Hmm. Like you, I understand why. <laughs> I don't remember very well. I'd have to rewatch. Oh, uh, all the things. Na- name a topic. Name a topic. Like uh, controversial. Abortion. Uh, no, he actually doesn't do that. Could okay. could though. Um, no, he just goes full hog at everything. Remember, this is early 80s. And like he says, I was in my early 20s. I'm the biggest star in the world. I'm yeah. trying to make my name. Yeah. I'm untouchable. And I spoke like someone who's untouchable. He's like, I'm a grandfather now. So uh, maybe there's hope for Matt Rife to come back from natural selection. Who is that? I didn't get oh the reference. Oh, my goodness. You're like, I'm going to drag you right out of the 80s right now. He's like a hot new comic. Okay. Hot in both senses. Okay. Is and he on Netflix right now? Yes. So he's I've got a new that. special okay. on Netflix, okay. which is awful. Okay. And he's getting lots of flack for it because uh, I don't want to get into it too much. But yeah, basically, all this other stuff that I've seen has been really funny. And then this special comes out and it's not funny at all. And it's highly offensive to many people. I don't mind offensive comedy. I can pretty much handle anything. Yeah. I love Doug Stanhope. I can watch anything. It was just dumb and not funny, and he's getting a lot of uh, not good feedback. And he's young. He's very young. He's in his 20s. So maybe there's hope. The wild thing is that if Eddie Murphy rose up in the world, like 
I can quote Rowan Delirious. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I can quote them. And I understand, like, it's all comedy. You know it's wrong. You know you shouldn't laugh at it. But you also understand it is comedy. It's, it's a mirror that we hold up to society. Yeah. That, like, there, there is, it's a commentary, right? A perspective commentary. But if you think about it back in the 80s and uh, Eddie Murphy, like, he would have been killed dead on the spot, canceled. Just forget it. Yeah. With Dave Chappelleing you. And he would never have become donkey. Did you, I read something? <laughs> he said that in that same interview, he said, there are a generation of people that don't know me past donkey. All they know, and he says, I'm glad. You mean before donkey? He, they know him from donkey. They from know donkey him. Onwards. He's the guy. He's, he's donkey. Yes. That's donkey. Yeah. And he says he's glad. Yeah. Like, no, you can't. I'm going to have to rewatch those. Raw and delirious. Yeah. <sighs> the jumpsuits. Mm-hmm. My favorite scene from Beverly Hills Cop, uh, when he's walking down the street, and um, I think, I think there's a Pointer Sister song playing. I think that's the opening song of it, and he walks past two guys wearing his outfit from Raw and Delirious, <laughs> and he like looks at them and just starts laughing. Great meta moment, oh. fantastic meta moment. Uh, anyway, new Beverly Hills Cop is coming out on Netflix. What is a bad sign? <laughs> <laughs> in 2024. We, do we need to watch the originals? I mean, I'll. I, it's been a long time. I'll rewatch. Ori- uh, the the originals are all over the streamers. You can find them everywhere. They're, yeah. they're, they're like on multiple. But I'm one. I mean, obviously, they're it's the a continuation. Best. If it's going to be the same characters. Yeah. Well, it's Beverly Hills Cop, Axel Foley. Yes. So. Um, so yeah. So but you want to rewatch the originals? Listen, it'll be great. It's great fan service. We're going to watch it. Of course, I love Eddie Murphy, but nothing beats the the original. Nothing. Mm. Nothing. Even Beverly Hills Cop 3, when they're just purely cashing in. Purely. Still fantastic. Then watch another. Then watch 48 Hours and another 48 Hours. Because <laughs> basically, Beverly Hills Cop with Nick Nolte. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like action anymore, but I did enjoy those in, in, the, in their time. Oh, then you are not going to like this. Is it Frogtown? Possibly worse. The acting is a little bit shittier. So, uh, Cobra Kai, we loved it at the time. We're all over Cobra Kai. Uh, up to a point. Up to me. a point. Then it I just got finish. so self-aware, so ridiculous. The real star of it was um, was the guy who played um, Johnny. You know, it was really funny. Cobra Kai. They took it from the bully's perspective to go. You know, we were happy at school. Yeah, everything was cool, and this kid starts coming, hitting on our girlfriend, and then karate's us. Mm. Like, that's bullshit. You know? You stay in his lane. Yeah. Ralph Macho. So they did Cobra Kai. They did multiple series. Started, I mean, the acting was, it's funny when acting's intentionally bad, like how it comes to Frogtown. But when the acting gets, I mean, like, I can't believe some of those young actors still have careers. I haven't seen any of them in anything. So mm. maybe that's so presumptuous. Because that acting was so bad. It's yeah. like, you, you're on this massive show, you're acting as shit. Dude, the show got so stupid. I was all I was all in for season one. All in. I started losing it at season two. By season three, I couldn't anymore. So there's still one more season. I, I I'm done. There's still one more season. Cobra Kai is coming to end, but Daniel Larusso's story is not. Ralph Macho is returning to the big screen. What? In the all new the Karate Kid movie. So they're making a new one. It's all over the place. Cobra Kai. That's finishing, but they're making a Karate Kid movie. But he doesn't do it anymore, as we discovered. The next movie, 
will combine generations of big screen entries. Jackie Chan, who came in. Now, this is the, the law. Like, somebody's got to type all the Cobra Kai Karate Kid stuff because in 2010, there was a reboot of Karate Kid. They weren't doing karate. They're doing kung fu. Will Smith backed it. His son was in it. Do you remember that shit? Vaguely. Okay. They didn't do karate. They did kung fu. And Jackie kung Chan. Fu Panda, right? No, it was karate, the Karate Kid. Oh. But he did kung fu. Okay. Don't you know this? In 2010. Yes, but I didn't watch it. I remember it, but I didn't watch it. Because there was a Karate Kid with um, Hilary Swank. Right. Right. I didn't. I haven't watched any of the new ones. You got it. You got to. You got to tie the law together. Mm, so I? there was the Will Smith or Jaden Rogers. I don't know what the kid's name is. Jackie Chan was in it, but they did kung fu. Right. What is Will Smith? I wouldn't know the difference between kung fu and karate. What? I didn't do any of those. Okay. Kung fu. I'm. I'm I don't want to. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I think. It can be like a Star Wars, Star Trek type of thing called mm. Kung Fu Karate. Like, you, I don't want, I don't, exactly. and they fight. I'm okay. not scared of Star Wars and Star Trek guys. I'll, <laughs> I can do that. Kung Fu Karate, I know one will fucking kick me and one will throw me. Okay. I think that's judo. Judo. Mm. You see, I don't even know. Don't Taekwondo. fight. Me. That's another one. That's those are different. Jiu-Jitsu's got weapon, weapons. Mm. I think they all have weapons. I know what's going on here, Dory. You're walking me into a path of getting karate by somebody <laughs> or Kung Fu. Or taekwondo. <laughs> or nunchucked. 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 Fucking now the ninjas are after me. <laughs> You'll never know. I'm could be dead. Could be dead already. I could be coming from the afterlife. So um they are doing a new karate kid. There's a terrible trailer here. Now, speaking about bald, Ralph Macho has had his hair done. Yes. We know this very, very badly and then really well. Mm-hmm. So they have opened up casting calls for the Karate Kid because obviously there's this whole multiverse happening now that Ralph Macho is then going to join forces with Jackie Chan's character and they've held open casting calls looking for the kid. There's a worldwide hunt for a young star for a movie coming out in a year. Hmm. Now... There's two things that have happened here. Either they are so cocky that they can shoot a movie in a year, or they've found the kid. He's training. Yeah. Or she's training. Yeah. And then they're going to pretend like, oh, this hasn't happened. But that's more likely what has happened. Or they had a kid and the kid was like, screw this. I don't want to do this anymore. And now they're like, shit. Or the kid's stranger thinged on them that when they started, the kid was like 13. Yeah. After a summer... Kid comes out, got like grandkids and shit, <laughs> you know, and they're like, "Oh shit, this kid is like of of age mm-hmm. or looks of age." I can't look at the Stranger Things kids. <laughs> Have you seen them lately? No, not lately. So there's a new Stranger Things. Funniest thing I saw: the first teaser poster that comes out of Stranger Things. Yeah, and it's Vecna, who's the bad guy now. Yes, like standing menacingly over them, and the first comment was like. I just kill the fucking kids already. I'm done with them. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> like, I, like, am I the only one who wants Vecna to win? But those kids, like, first strange, they're so cute. Then on us, COVID, things like that. They're grown-ass adults anymore. Like, um, what's her, the, the girl who plays Eleven? Yeah. Jo- is, she, is she engaged to John Bon Jovi's son? Oh, they're married? married? They could be Perhaps. married. They could be married by now. She is married to John Bon Jovi's son. And they still want her to play a child. 
It was Supernatural Child. Doesn't work. Why don't they just write it better that three years later? It's time warps. You can do so much shit. Now, there's speculation that this one doesn't take place in the 80s. There's been a time jump. Oh, well, that would make bit more sense then. It's the only way you can do it. Yeah. And then think of all the 90s things you can jokes you can make. But there has to be a time jump. There's no way I can believe that this is like chronological. But Winona will still look young. Still looks younger. She will still look younger than all of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so listen, if you feel like being the next Karate Kid, you can go into KarateKidCasting.com. If you're between the ages of 15, 17 years old to play a character, Lee Fong. Lee Fong is smart, scrappy, and a skilled martial artist. You must speak English, conversational in Mandarin, and uh, any sort of martial arts skills, movement, gymnastics, and or dance experience. You don't need previous acting experience. But you do Ralph need Macho. to be Oriental, clearly. Ralph Macho, yeah, oh, really? They, uh, they can't say that. But it, uh, is it not obvious? They can't say that. They can't say that. That's discrimination. Hmm. Maybe that's the that's the mulligan. It, is is Li Fong a gender neutral name? Could be. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. They went very hard on giving a name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, wh- why was that necessary? You don't have to give a name. It does not require previous acting experience because you'll be more qualified than Ralph Macho. You fucking don't want to <laughs> steal his scenes. Um, but you must be available to film from March to June 2024. They're going to edit this film in six months. Mm. Mm, that sounds like a delayed release if you're asking me. But well, maybe they just do things faster now, AI and all that. It could be. AI the kid. <gasps> a- AI Lee Fong. Yeah. Um, but I want to show you, Ralph Macho, we know he's had hair plugs. Dory, do you think those are beard plugs? <laughs> I mean, are you saying he can't grow a beard? I'm just saying the casting video, we're going to put this up on that 80 Show SA Facebook page. We're also going to put up the link so that you can, perhaps if you know a child that fits that, perhaps you're a small person mm-hmm. of petite features. You could play a child, um, Shakespeare style. Uh, you could audition, but go there to look at Ralph Macho's beard. That is an implant. That Maybe. Ralph Macho is Maybe he's 60 years old. Look at that beard. That is not a 60-year-old man's beard. No, it should be grayer. That's not, it's not even the color. It's the, it's, that should be bristly. Yeah. It should be coarser. It should be wiry. And I'm all for it. I get it. That's a beard implant. I'm sorry. I won't believe otherwise. The whole credibility of Cobra Kai and Curly Kid has just been ruined for me. <laughs> Over a beard? Over a beard. Over a beard, Dory, now I know we're full of factoids in this uh, episode of That 80 Show. We did the quiz. We're wrapping it up. Dory did very well. I'm going to put the quiz on That 80 Show SA Facebook page. I still can't believe I didn't get Breakfast Club, though. <sighs> no, I cannot. I can't believe we're still, we haven't melted. <laughs> it is incredible. The truth is I'm half melted. We are recording this. I've got to tell you, it is hot past four. No sign of cooling down. No. No sign. It's getting hotter. You could fry an egg on the pavement. My word. It is very warm. Um, I want to give you 15 factoids you didn't know about MacGyver, the TV show. Cool. 15 factoids that then have a spinoff into more factoids because the factoids led me down a MacGyver rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. A place you would have liked to have gone in the 1980s. Richard Dean Anderson. Okay. How does he look these days? Um, There was that one picture of him with a car. His car broken down. His car. He looked all right. He did. Looking good. Looking good. A man who made the brush cut mullet fashionable. You know, my mm. best friend in school had one of those. 
Dude, mallets have made such a comeback. Have you noticed? Everyone's got a mallet. You. Everyone's got a mallet. Um, Richard Dean Anderson, uh, factoid number one. It ran for seven seasons, 139 episodes. As um, only? As well as two movies. Huh? Two movies? Huh? Hmm. We'll find out more about that later. Hmm. MacGyver the movies. Next factoid here. This I did not know. For three years, from 1989 to 1991, the latter years of MacGyver, Cuba Gooding Jr. had a recurring role as Billy Colton. That's him there. Cuba Gooding Jr. was in MacGyver. Huh. I don't know that. No. I don't remember that. I, don't, I mean, I don't remember much of a MacGyver, I have to tell I you. I do not remember anyone in MacGyver but MacGyver. Exactly. There, are, there was a girlfriend, he had a boss... I don't remember anyone. I don't remember anybody. I remember him doing things with matches and a Swiss Army knife. Maybe not even. Maybe a coat hanger. No. That's pretty much it. That's it. One of his co-stars on the show, a guy called Richard Lawson, is actually now the stepfather of R&B superstar. Guess who? His name is Richard. Just take a guess. His name is Richard Lawson. He's now the stepfather of an R&B superstar. I can't even think of an R&B superstar. Huge. Huge. Like, like huge. Male or female? Female. Female huge. R&B superstar. Like to even say R&B. She's like she's Tony, Tony Braxton. Oh, God, Dory. <laughs> can't think of any. Beyonce. Oh. One of MacGyver, one of Richard Dean Anderson's co-stars in MacGyver. Again, didn't know, this, didn't know there was this guy. He seems to have been family of Cuba Gooding Jr.'s. Um, character uh, married Beyonce Knowles' mother, Tina Knowles, and is now Beyonce's mother-in-law, father-in-law, father-in-law. <laughs> and Richard Dean Anderson is now MacGyver-in-law. I'd like a MacGyver-in-law. <laughs> hey, get one of those. <laughs> Marry up. Ooh, Dory, here is a picture of a shirtless Richard Dean Anderson taking a photo. Look at that. It's such a cheesy picture. But look at his shoulders. Lovely. Um, over the years, there was a lot of speculation about Garvis' past and also his first name. Yes, ah. I remember thinking what was his first what name. What was his first name? Did they never reveal it? I feel like they did. They did reveal it. Yes, I feel like they did. I you had to wait till the final season to find out that his first name... Dean. No, I'm joking. <laughs> like, listen here. If you think MacGyver was one of the coolest people, he was cool. He wasn't like macho cool. He was like clever cool, right? Yeah. Is it Quentin? Quint- Quentin's still got something to it. <laughs> Angus. Angus? Angus MacGyver. Oh, that would make sense because MacGyver is Scottish sounding. Angus MacGyver. Now you know. Huh. MacGyver in a kilt. Hmm? 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 And suddenly it gets interesting. <laughs> interesting again. Where would he put his Swiss army knife? You know where. <laughs> I'm not I'm just I'm Never just, has one little sound <laughs> Meant So much I'm just thinking about The mechanics of it uh, The first ever MacGyver episode Aired on uh, ABC on September 29th In 1985 We're close to an anniversary um, It became a sleeper hit And it went out To be The lead in Now This is massive Monday Night Football on American TV is huge. Yeah. Massive. This was the show before that. 
that's how much confidence they had in it mm. that they put as a lead into we had it on football. Friday nights we had it on Friday nights on SABC something we did I, I want to say three three wasn't around through the whole 80s oh yeah it was, it, then it was just SABC got moved um of course, Richard Dean Anderson stars in Stargate. He popped up in Stargate just terrible. after that. Terrible, terrible show. Mm-hmm. Um, the MacGyver reboot. There's a factoid about you. Don't mm. care. No. It lasted okay. five seasons. Huh. Didn't deserve it. Um, according to the producers, uh, Richard Dean Anderson got the role of Angus MacGyver because he brought a certain humanity to the role. It's true. Also, he didn't mind wearing glasses in the audition. Cerebral, clever guy. Oh, you see, he wasn't yeah. the macho guy. That's why he got the role. I wonder who the other auditioners were. Oh, I imagine. I'm sure we'd look hard enough. They could audition days like Ben Stiller and like... Ben Stiller auditioned for everything. Mr. T. Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> so there was another female character. She then went on to star in Pet Cemetery. I have no idea that there was... Again, yep. there's something about another who character. Remembers? No idea who she is. MacGyver almost never used a handgun because he had an aversion to firearms. Didn't I like do him. remember that. Was yes. he in Vietnam? Was that his backstory? Everyone in shows then was Vietnam. Possibly. I, I feel they wouldn't have done Vietnam because 18 was Vietnam. I don't know. There was a lot of Vietnam in the I 80s. don't know. Also talks here yeah, about like a lot of younger generation, when younger generation, probably people in their 30s, had an introduction to MacGyver, never saw the show, but knew that Paddy and Salma from The Simpsons had a crush on Richard Dean Anderson and MacGyver was their favorite show. I don't know that. I don't, don't know, know that. Simpsons. You do. Um, they had a plan for MacGyver to have a different first name. Seamus. Stacy. What? Stacy MacGyver. <laughs> That's terrible. I mean, Angus is bad, but that's worse. I'm like, guys, bury the whole thing. Mac Giver. Quentin. Mac Quentin Giver. Quentin Mac Giver. Stacy and Angus. I'd rather go with Angus. Henry. More of a story. Henry. Harry. Harry MacGiver. Tom. Tom. Gary MacGiver. Bull. Bull. Gary, Mary, Gary MacGiver. Jerry. Jerry MacGiver. I like that. Jerry, Jerry's better than Gary. Better than Gary. Jerry, Jerry MacGiver. Uh, MacGi- sounds a bit <laughs> like Jerry Maguire. Can't even work. <laughs> Can't even work. Cuba Gooding Jr. link. Oh, there you, it's, it all wraps up in a neat little package, Dory. Mm-hmm. And the final factoid, the very last episode of MacGyver was aired in 1992. But that is not the end of the franchise because there were two MacGyver movies made for TV movies. The one was called MacGyver Lost Treasures. The maybe, Lost Treasure of Atlantis. I might have watched it, maybe. MacGyver and his former college professor are first hunting some artifacts attributed to Xenon, an ancient scientist from Atlantis, and later the lost city of Atlantis itself. It was released in 1994, which I feel is a long time away from... But chances are we didn't get it here. No, we would never have got it. We've never seen it, Dory. Yeah. We've never seen that MacGyver. Huh. Yeah. And then the other one was called Trail to Doomsday. Are they on YouTube? I did not look, but I assume they would be. Because then I know what I'm watching tonight. Trail to Doomsday, MacGyver <laughs> movies. Now I'll listen, do the Atlantis one. Don't expect, I mean, they were basically extended episodes of MacGyver. I know. Made and for I feel TV. like it's dated and I wouldn't enjoy it as much anymore. I'm, I'm scared to go back there. And I feel you'd look through all his um, kind of like, little inventions and go oh that's so cheesy 
But you know what? Listen, he left a lasting mag- a lasting mag- legacy. McPression. Because MacGyver is the only 80s TV show that's become a verb. Yeah, that's yeah? true, hey? Oh, you, look, you MacGyver something. Yeah. You MacGyvered it. You know, look at this MacGyver over here. It's a noun. People won't even know. Well, MacGyver, just, he's just a guy. He's a guy from ancient law. Mm. Who built stuff? You know, what other TV show, 80s TV show, has left uh, a lasting impression? Like it has become a verb. Or Bundy this? You don't Bundy it. You don't Bundy it. You don't Bundy it. Oh, people say the A-team all the time, but that's not really the A-team. You don't knight Michael it. No. no. Like when someone's a helicopter parent, you don't say, look at old Airwolf. Oh, he's <laughs> Airwolfing them. <laughs> you know? So, like, that's it. Hmm. He's, he's MacGyvered it. I wish we MacGyvered the aircon. Yeah. Because it has been, this has been a labor of love show. You got, we got to tell you, it's very warm in here. Um, and now the sun is right on Dory. It's actually, <laughs> it's encroaching on her. I'm going, to, I'm going to start burning up. Like a slime. This has been that 80 show. Thank you for joining us. Everything we spoke about today can be found that 80 show. SA on Facebook page. Huh? You know what I, you know what I said. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I, don't know, I know what you say, but I know it's what you on mean. Facebook. Gotta hell. Thanks for joining me, Dory. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs>